0: Hello, folks. This is Baruch Lurie at the Baruch Lurie Podcast. With me, of course, is my producer, Ari David. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, he's giving the high, sign, the high sign with his hands. Nuts. I was waving. Huh? <laughs> um, well, we have a lot in the news to talk about, but it dovetails into so much that we normally talk about. Uh, of course, there's this tragedy in Santa Barbara with this idiot um, kid who decides that uh, He's a victim because, uh, not enough girls, uh, you know, respond to him. And, uh, that, uh, requires him to kill some people for some reason. And, uh, it's, it's so, everything about it is so backwards. Obviously this kid is, is twisted. There's something wrong with him. Um, and, and he's dead now and, you know, go to hell kid. That's what I say. I don't even want to mention his name. Uh, it's not worth it. He's obviously crazy. He was crazy. And, um, He deserves uh, uh, an eternity in hell. But it's interesting, in his manifesto, so to speak, he talks so much about being a victim. And he even said, let me make it clear, I am the victim here. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I don't know where to start with this. Um, You know, you can kill Hitler as a Holocaust survivor and then say, I'm the victim here. Okay, that's when you can say it. Um, But you can't say it just randomly to to girls that you've never met before, for one thing. And even if you did know them before, that's not an appropriate excuse. And uh, because you feel rejected and slighted by the female half of the population, that somehow justifies you as the victim, quote-unquote, to kill people. All right, so this is, you know, Dennis Prager talks about this a lot, and he says, you know, if you want to see the heart of all major crime, uh, you'll hear somebody claim that he's a victim of sorts. Okay, evil usually latches on to a claim of victimhood. Whether that's the Nazis, the Nazis claim that they were victims uh, by those, you know, those Jews. You understand? And uh, likewise, the Palestinians claim to be victims of the Israelis. <clears throat> and once again, they, they they commit horrible evil in the name of being victims. So this is very convenient for them. So this is nothing new under the sun, as they say in the Torah. Um, And it's just tragic. Everything about it is tragic. Here's another element that comes out of the whole killing spree that we just saw. Uh, And that is that um, three of the victims were knifed. They were not killed by way of gun. (sighs) And one was killed by a car. And Is that right? That's right. I remember now.
1: So, so that's four. Four out of the, well, four out of the six that he killed. Right. Uh, so wait. he only murdered two with a gun and then committed suicide <clears> himself <throat> with a gun. Right. So the only anti-gun argument, not to interrupt you, is <clears throat> if you wanted to call, talk about suicide prevention with firearms. Right. I see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I the guess. only, it's the only ground that they even have in the anti right. As if you movement. couldn't kill
0: yourself in thousands of different ways, including throwing yourself off a of bridge. Um, There's a suicide bridge in Pasadena that. Unfortunately, a lot of people killed themselves that way. But it's, it's such a nonsensical argument, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, they also had that terrible uh, killing, I think it was in, Sh- in Shanghai, or uh, subway killing, I know that, where these guys all came in with machetes. There, were no, there was not a single gun involved, and they killed 27 people. I mean, this, this notion that somehow if you get rid of guns, you'll reduce violence is, is so preposterous. And yet they keep on throwing out this mantra.
1: Um, Should we preempt them and just start um, arguing for gardening c- tool control? Hose, yeah, rakes, exactly. you can do edgers? It. You, can, you can kill people with a
0: butter knife. Uh, I mean, I think it would be pretty gruesome and, and pretty horrific, but you can kill somebody pretty quickly with a butter knife or a fork or a spoon. I mean, if you look at The Godfather. The or guy a can, straw. Yeah, that, that's right? true. I guess you could. You could also, you remember The Godfather, there's a famous scene where at the very end of the, the first... Uh, Godfather, he uh, Don Cor- uh, sorry, the Corleone, uh, Michael Corleone, he decides to set set it straight with all the the families, and goes on a you know very well coordinated killing spree, and you see the the one guy coming in and he's being frisked for guns, of course, and knives, and of course he's clean, but he does have glasses on, right, and so you think nothing of it, and then. Very quickly, you see him pulling off his glasses and using it and to stab him in the face with one of the ends of the glasses. It's a, it's a weapon, and he kills this guy with the friggin' glasses. Um, then, of course, they, they catch him and they kill him, <laughs> but that's, that's neither here nor there. The point is there are weapons of all kind out, kinds out there, and there's, there's no way you're going to stop uh, people from killing in a—, in a horrific way, just like this, this stupid kid did in Santa Barbara, <clears throat> and like you said, four out of the six people he killed were by way of non, non-gun means, <clears throat> and people are, are it, it, it's not the issue. The guns are not the issue. And meanwhile, while you take, if you were to propose to take away the guns, in other words, and make it hard for the good guys to have the guns, you're only emboldening the bad guys to,
1: to create mischief. This is so obvious, and yet we're repeating ourselves. In fact, one of the sororities in response to what happened last week hired, I hope you're sitting down for this, armed security guards with guns to protect them. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I I guarantee you that nobody, nobody
0: will be in favor of gun control in that sorority house anymore. Because all they have to say is if only we had somebody out there with a gun, a good guy with a gun to protect us. And frankly, if only we uh, sor- one of the sorority sisters had one of those light handheld guns uh, in our
1: purse, and we could say, drop the gun, mother effer, and or, that's it. Or forget even that level of things. If this guy had an expectation that huge percentage of the population of college students, especially female, were armed walking around Isla Vista as they went about their day, he would have had to come up with a different plan. In the first place. But can we get away from that part of the topic? Can I propose something that I think is... Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Because I've got another topic. I'm I'm just saying what is completely ignored in here is the weapons didn't kill anyone. And in fact, this boy didn't kill anyone. Hear me on this. What killed people? Liberalism. He had an expectation due to the the sexual immersion nature of his lifestyle, his his, his life, his upbringing, that... Women are all sexually active, and the, the crime that he's a victim of is they weren't just being sexually active with him. And that perception is so false that every girl walking around is just sexually active this minute, just with some other dude. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah I think there's, there's definitely that, that
0: plays into the victim, the victimology of the whole thing, right? I, I agree with you in part. Um, I think it certainly explains a lot of what, what's going on. Uh, but i do agree with you 100% that liberalism is a, is a is at hand here but the liberalism i'm talking about is this notion that he's the victim and he believes he he believes to his dying moment that people would start to understand him because by golly he he, he was so frustrated and so rejected that he had to do what he did and now he's going to start a national discussion, you know, about being nice to men and uh, somehow the woman should uh, put out a lot more. This is, you know, they have to be equal opportunity sex, uh, sex workers. I, I don't know what his mindset was, but it was, was true narcissism. That's the point. It, I'm sure it didn't dawn on him for a second that he will look like uh, a, a simple murderer as, as he was. He, was, a, he, was a, he got involved in it and committed a murder spree, nothing more, nothing less. And five years from now, when they talk about the Santa, the Santa Barbara murders, they'll, you know, some guy, you know, one day came here and he killed six people. And yes, parents says, we're totally safe right now. We're, we're we have a Ulster security here that we didn't have before. And we're hoping that nothing like that will ever happen again. That's what they'll talk about, right? But they won't say, but we really should have been more, you know, sensitive to his needs. And if only we, were we could have avoided this this terrible mayhem. And let's have some some seminars about understanding men's needs to, to have sexual fulfillment. No, it's not going to happen
1: like that. It's going to be something completely different. Uh, and that is that he's a murderer. Yeah, Plensical. but they, they also will never talk about... A a family with a divorce in it. Parents with their own narcissistic lifestyles who didn't raise a kid in a loving home with values and God. A lifestyle that never suggested abstinence as a method of dealing with your sexual urges until you were the age to be a responsible adult. No one will ever talk about kids who are given everything without parents who check to make sure they're mature enough to handle a car Their own lifestyle, all those things. For sure. And then a kid who's putting out all these signs, and all the parents do is take him to therapists and medicate him with therapy that doesn't work and medications that don't work and expect the problem, oh, it's solved now. We can get back to going to our stylish events and our fancy dinners. It's really true. We have,
0: uh, you won't hear that conversation, as you said. I want to move on. Uh, It's still related to the gun issue. Um, You know, on Facebook, there's this uh, famous poster that's going around. Um, that kind of, you know, has a gun in, um, kind of painted with, uh, in, in the shape of a... F-
1: American and flag five, motif. Yeah, red, white, red, blue and blue with, with the
0: stars in the, in the, in the holster area. And, um, and it says, last year, handguns killed, and then it has a list of different countries. 48 people in Japan, 8 in Great Britain, 34 in Switzerland, 52 in Canada, 58 in Israel twenty one in sweden forty two in West Germany and thirty thousand seven hundred and twenty eight in the United States okay and then it says uh, you know cheeky God bless america okay and of course it's uh, it 's sponsored by some uh, gun control advocacy group okay and I, I I reposted this and I said, Please tell me that you can see at least three of the flaws in this argument go <laughs> right. And and I got some good responses, actually, I must say. But first of all, putting aside that this poster has nothing to do with last year because it's actually not correct. It didn't happen last year. This is an old poster. so When, from 1890? Something like that. Well, (laughs) the photography and color photography was apparently around. Um, I'm talking about the statistics they cited. Yeah, no, the the last year that they're referencing is definitely not last year because um, we now know that – you know, Great Britain actually engaged in dramatic gun control and, in the past 10 years, and it was, uh, it, the, the crime increased, violent crime increased 600%, 600%. That's not six times, 600%. Think of that, okay? So um, likewise, uh, so the numbers are completely off for one thing. So it suggests that, what it wants to suggest is that, that these countries have gun control, and gun control is good. And we don't, and, and it's don't.
1: bad. And it's bad, right? Yeah. Now,
0: putting aside the numbers, because America has far greater number of people than, for example, Israel. And we'll talk about Israel in a moment.
1: <clears throat>
0: Israel has only now 6 million people, 6.5 million people. We in America have more than 300 million people. So put aside that, that the numbers are completely skewed there. That's, that's only the beginning of the argument. Then the problem is, okay, well, two of these countries... Israel, and Switzerland, for example, uh, just about every walking adult has a gun. <laughs> they, they are fully licensed to have Do you mean Switzerland? Switzerland, yeah. Switzerland, not Sweden. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Not, not Sweden. Uh, Switzerland and Israel. Yeah, both. in
1: fact, Switzerland has a law. Everyone has to have a gun in the home. Yeah, just about, yeah. Some sort of law like that. Yeah, so uh, you can argue, well, that's
0: because they're really tr- well-trained. It's like, well, but wait a minute. We're saying the gun owners should also have some sort of training; they can't get it randomly like that. I understand that, but but Israel, for sure. I mean, we we know that Israel, but they have a very low murder rate. You're, you're actually proving our point, Mr. Gun Advocate Person. You, you know, thirty thousand. What is it? Ten? No, sorry. Did I say 10, thirty thousand? It's ten thousand seven hundred. Right.
1: That's a completely wrong number. They even erred on the wrong side of their number for their agenda. Right. Yeah, so 10,728
0: in the United States, whatever that year was that they're talking about. Okay, so here's their problem, among many other things. They're making, again, of course, the causation slash correlation misstep, right? Um, The fact that there are 10,728, well, are you saying that because we have looser gun control laws here, that that is the reason why we have so many more, what seems to be proportionally, than these other countries that you list. Okay, well, could it be something else in operation? I mean, could it be, for example, that we have a terrible uh, single motherhood problem compared to other countries? Could that be one of the issues? Oh, that's right, that's right. The single greatest, if you want correlations, you, the single greatest correlation between crime and anything is single motherhood. That's your correlation, my friend. Not guns. Single, uh, uh, single motherhood, and it's these otherwise known as fatherless children. Right, these boys of fatherless uh, situations, they get the guns. Okay? Yeah, boys and girls. Right. The, the guns don't create the violence. It's this the culture of fatherlessness that creates the violence. Okay, that's a number one issue. Um, and then, of course, it doesn't explain what. You know the fact that Israel does it is, is are people in Israel somehow less capable of shooting a gun, and therefore that's the reason why there are there are fewer far fewer murderers per capita in Israel than there are in america anyway it's just stupid right I mean it's just plain as day stupid
1: you mean Israel that apartheid country with all those murderous Jews who just want to kill all the Palestinians and yeah. they only have what eight murders did it say or yeah it was it was not fifty 50 something, 58 in Israel. Well, so. they're, they're obviously doing something wrong. If, yeah. I mean, they're not fitting their stereotype. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, look, I'm, I'm pleased that they actually. And tout, now, what well, is, well, well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I'm pleased that they actually tout Israel as a country that, that has very low uh, killing rate by way of, of weapons. And as
1: a success based on this. As a success. success. Uh, they're, they're right in the sense that, yeah, Israel does have a very low murder rate, uh, extremely low. Yeah and it says last year handguns killed. Yeah. It doesn't say it doesn't say who was wielding the handgun and who was hit by the bullet whether it was a perpetrator a vic, uh, uh, a criminal whether it was a, a cop shooting a right. murderer the big gang it thing. just said right it, and it, i think a, a moral quandary for conservatives who value life is trying to feel remorse when one gang member kills another yeah, I, I mean, I I I do have a problem with that, and I, I I have a yes, I want those people locked up, incarcerated, but it's hard for me. To think that if one gang member kills a worse gang member, that person shouldn't get a medal or something. Well, right. Or, you know what right. I mean? It's like, did they do a service?
0: But, but speaking of gangs, I mean, what, you know, clearly we have more gangs in America, and it's, it's a it's a terrible shame within the, within this country. But clearly, there, you know, you, when you think of Switzerland, you don't think of gangs. They think about watches. I think and of chocolate. watches, <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, don't get me hungry. All of <laughs> you know, you feel like some chocolate right now. Don't worry, there's meat in them. You can't eat. Oh, before. that's right. Then. Um, and then in Israel, when you think of Israel, you think of hummus and, uh, you know, you think of technology. But you don't think of gangs.
1: I also think about bikinis, fun nightclubs on the beach in Tel Aviv. But the point you know? is,
0: the, fun. Point is <laughs> the point is you don't think of gangs. No. Okay. Gangs are a, a really big issue in America. And, and you're right to point out that what, uh, handguns killed. Uh, I mean, first of all, handguns don't kill. It's the people who kill them, right? right. So it's, it's, it's just a stupid I understand that they want to have it use short, shortcut language um, when they, they talk about handguns and such. But, you know, sometimes using a shortcut, it really completely changes the dynamic of what you're trying to say. And it, it creates falsities. So, no, it's not handguns to kill. It's people that, that choose to use handguns in a violent way. That's what kills. And uh, I think you were joking around just a little bit ago about why not go further and say the bullets are the ones that actually, you know, kill the people, not the handguns, right? Unless you're using the handguns and actually use it
1: as a cudgel. Then in that case, I suppose handguns kill people. Right, but for accurate language, it's the bullet yeah. shot from the handgun, which had its trigger pulled by a bad person. Right. Thus, it's the bad person. Right. It's, uh, uh,
0: and I think before the podcast, Ari, you brought up the, a very good point, which is, look, you know, nobody's talking about uh, stopping people from using cars as a weapon. Because he killed one of the, this, this guy in Santa Barbara, killed one of his victims by way of a car. And no one talks about banning knives because he killed two or uh, maybe three, three, three his, others. His three male roommates. Yeah. He killed three of his uh, victims by way of a knife. So no one's talking about that. And he the, didn't want sex from them, apparently, based yeah. on his manifesto. Yeah, for a well, while, he felt, he felt rejected uh, by the culture, generally speaking. He's a victim, you understand, a victim. Let's move on because I, I, you know, this guy disgusts me so much and the national discussion about this disgusts me so much because they, like we always talk about, you always have to focus on what the problem is before you advocate a solution. Uh, We talked before about if you have a leak in your house, you don't call your lawyer, you call a plumber, right, to fix it. You don't call your dentist, you call your plumber. (laughs) You don't call your gardener, you call your plumber. And... That's And we are failing once again, once again, to address what the real problem is in this country, or perhaps we want to willingly ignore it because it's not PC to acknowledge what the real
1: problem is, and a lot of it is... 80% 80% of it is fatherlessness. Yeah, and isn't it interesting that as soon as something like this happens, the, the people who we're politically on the other side of tend to say something like, this is not a time for politics, it's a time for mourning, and in the next sentence they start making it about politics. Right, exactly.
0: And we, we are now advancing legislation to end the control of guns. I mean,
1: they, and then we go, that's not a good idea. Don't make this political.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's such an issue. It's such a, such a bizarity. Uh, Look, we can spend all day on this because the the absurdities abound here, and they are so convinced of the righteousness of their cause, and it's hurtful to see. It's harmful, uh, truly devastating to see how they are actually perpetuating the very thing that they claim to want to stop. I know that their heart is in the right place. I I will grant that most liberals actually believe that that by banning guns, good things will result. I'm going to give that to them. I think that they're incredibly naive to think that. I think it's, it's uh, childish thinking to think that. Banning guns by and of themselves will do nothing other than increase violence, the very violence that you're trying to stop. Again, that's what we call irony. But as we always say about the, dem- the, uh, the liberals, you can
1: never excuse a liberal of thinking things through. And you also made the point, I think a few podcasts ago, I thought was a brilliant point that says they always want to come up with a solution that disarms a population so that, yes, minor rampages where two, three, 20, 50, 100 people in one shot will be protected from this kind of rampage. But it makes vulnerable entire populations of government atrocity. When government goes off the rails and starts putting people in gulags unjustly or massacring its citizens, yeah, which has, as you pointed out brilliantly, does happen from time to time in human history. Right, right. It's a, it's a, this is that's
0: going to lead very nicely to a segue. Uh, but before I,
1: I knew I'd say something relevant sooner
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's a segue because you know we, we talk about you know what, what it means to we've talked before in the past about atheism and the dangers of atheism, and I, I had a very interesting conversation with an atheist over the weekend. Uh, but before I do that, and I will I will circle back to that in a moment, I want to get to the issue of the Sandra Fluke thing, um, a comment that she appeared to have made with respect to the Boko Haram terrorist group. And we said on this po- podcast and also on my Sunday show, I brought we, it up. We?
1: We? No, <laughs> you. You.
0: I did. <laughs> I'm using the royal way. <laughs> There was a reference to it, and uh, that that she, uh, in so many words, I I don't remember exactly, but that she would rather be held captive by the Boko Haram group rather than be touched by a Republican or have any sort of uh, relationship with a Republican. And we noted how absurd that was, and that would be absurd. However, uh, you know, upon review, you know, I I, want to go where the truth uh, always leads us, and I don't have any backup for that. It appeared that that was just a... A farce website of some kind uh, that was then propagated down to other websites and uh, and picked up. And I just I don't have a basis to to move forward.
1: Well, with. I wouldn't say farce. I would yeah. say it was written apparently in satire, and apparently some other websites picked it up as if it was oh, not satire. I, I, I'll, I'll a, a farce website would be someone who was maliciously reporting false. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. But so it was from someone who wrote essentially a version of an Onion type satire, satire that proved so good that people believed it, which is usually the mark of great satire, where it. Captures right. reality right. so I, well. But I don't, I, you know. But but I won't even go there because I don't. I don't think that was.
0: First of all, the the, the article itself um, actually it seemed like a legitimate story. I mean, it wasn't so farcical. The farcical part of it was the the latter half of it, where the Boko Haram group supposedly said they didn't want the, the association with Sandra Fluke, and they didn't want her as a captive. Oh, that's uh, funny. That, <laughs> that part. Was, that part was the funny part. Um, but. But I, I, you know, like like Jay Leno or now uh, Jimmy Fallon, they usually, you know, that's where the farce begins, right? They take an, an actual truthful event, like let's say the Andy Weiner story, right? Which, which all that, and then they then they make a joke that stems from that. But it's truthful in the beginning, right? But then they have a joke that relates to that. But apparently in this article, everything about it was completely invented. Why they they chose Sandra Fluke to allegedly say this thing, and why they chose to make the The alleged statement that she allegedly said, I don't know. But anyway, I don't have a backup for it. I don't like Senator Fluke at all for many reasons, but we have to stick where – we have to um, be honest with ourselves. If she didn't say it, she didn't say it. So – uh, right. And if she did, we'll find out.
1: We'll report back <laughs> to you. Uh, right. but at this point, it doesn't look like it she. It doesn't did. look like she said it. So yeah. uh, maybe. Yeah. Which is surprising because of all the silly things she said, this is the first one that she actually didn't say. So right, good exactly. for her. Maybe, yeah, she, I mean, maybe she is approving. A, I mean, well, the,
0: the funny thing about it is that that uh, that it was so outlandish that, um, that that was something that we thought the Sandra Fluke might very well have said. It, it 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 didn't. It wasn't outlandish that she would have said it. Right. Based upon how crazy the other comments that she's made. But look, if she didn't say it, she
1: didn't say it. Yeah, it's not like Nancy Reagan was reported as saying this. And we went, no.
0: Then, then we would yeah. know that's completely ridiculous. Anyway, so moving on. I, I said that we were going to uh, circle back to this issue of atheism. And this culture of, of um, um, you know, the danger in the atheism world. So over the weekend, I spent some time. At a family reunion, and it was really fun. We had a good time, and and I'm talking to a a person that I met um, over the weekend, and we were talking about um, you know how to raise kids, and uh, talk about how great it was to send them to a Jewish school or a parochial school of any kind. Uh, you get some good values, and um, you know, do you do you have the child choose? Between atheism, do you you know it's all in the presentation sort of thing. And one person suggested, well, you should also offer them atheism. And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, you wouldn't offer them Satanism, right? I mean, that's that's also an option, I suppose. Um, you, you could, you know, I'm, I'm sure this this person would have to be Jewish. I said you wouldn't offer them Mo- Mormonism as an option uh, or or Presbyterianism, but for you the only option would be, you know, whether to raise them Jewish or uh or atheist. Well why why did, why is atheism a legitimate option whereas Mormonism is not a legitimate option, right? And so and, and so so she couldn't quite get around that. I, I, that was an interesting point. And then I said, you know, at some point um, the atheism is darkness. That's that's where I've I've come to that conclusion. And and unbeknownst to me, she was an atheist. And she said I'm really offended. Uh, you have offended my religion. And I said, Well, I'll tell you one thing. I agree with you 100%. Atheism is a religion. But I will not take back that uh, I think atheism is darkness. It is definitely darkness. You, yeah, I don't know how you can tell me that it's light in any shape or form.
1: You missed such an opportunity. <laughs> would tell me. You should have said, <laughs> Don't worry. I'll pray for your soul to God. <laughs> Let me pray for you right now. I give my prayers to God to save your soul. Fill an atheist savior. I know. Well, I can tell you. What are you going to do? Be offended you prayed to someone who doesn't exist? Yeah, I guess so.
0: (laughs) But but it was an interesting moment because, um, and and I want to drill down on a different issue relating to that conversation. So we ended up, you know, it was a friendly conversation. Um, You know, once I told her, I'm not going to back down, about my view of atheism you know you can choose to believe in it but don't tell me that it's somehow this uplifting uh, theology and at least you acknowledge it's a theology it's, it's it's hardly that at all how can you possibly say that this is good news for the world how would you spread the word about atheism right uh, it only it literally turns off the lights right when you know the crushes and all the wonderful christmas symbols that we have in santa monica that th- those have been turned off darkness okay they don't replace it with atheist lights you don't see any atheist lights, atheist lights during the season's greetings uh, time. They, they don't say, you know, let, let's celebrate the solstice or something like that. No, it's just darkness. Thank you very much. And I, and I mean it literally and figuratively. But, but here's, here's my point. Um, we, we went into the details a little bit about it. And then I finally said to her, look, if you want a discussion about atheism, because I've been where you are now. I know exactly how you think about this. How do you know I know it? Look, I'll make all your arguments. So I made some of the arguments for her, and she said, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was clear that I had made most of the arguments without her. She didn't formally acknowledge it, but I, I know that I was – she didn't add anything extra to go beyond it. So I said, look, I came to God through the numbers. I told her about the statistics that we've spoken about before, you know, one out of trillions trillions and trillions – just for the chance of life to happen at all, then you have to multiply that fraction with one out of trillions and trillions and trillions that it could reproduce itself, right? Then you have to multiply that fraction, <laughs> which is you know infinitesimally even smaller, with the fraction that it can then mutate and evolve through this thing called survival of the fittest on every aspect of its, of its uh, formation, not just some, but every single friggin' as- aspect. And then it ends up with, free will and everything else that we talked about before, love,
1: beauty, music, and so that on. It ends up with us as a human race with the capability of inventing God. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. All those things. Yeah. They, they, but it's purely
0: random. And she said, um, and she demurred to that, and she said, well, you know, yes, uh, if, if, you, if you only allow yourself to think in that mathematical way that we know of today, but you're only you're trapped inside that. You know there there may be another way of thinking that will explain this better. What like Common Core math? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> we will talk about Common Core in a separate podcast. But that is very funny. Um, <laughs> I, I may have to pause this podcast because I'm laughing. Um, but but I go on. Look. Uh, The the math is is there, but for her to say that it's this completely different math that we may not even be thinking about, you know, I said, look, you were, you were, because I, in the conversation that I had with her, I said that every atheist ultimately comes to the same answer to explain what's what. And that is, they say, science will find the answer. Okay. That's not a good answer. It's not good enough to say, I don't know, science will find an answer, because uh, then you're putting faith in something that has no relevance, that is not grounded in reality. And in the meantime, we do have, good for today, evidence saying that X is happening. And, if, you know, let's go back to the Santa Fluke for You know, one of the things we just said between the two of us when we were talking about Santa Fluke in this, this article, we said, look, good for today. It appears she didn't say that. Okay? Maybe somehow she did say it. I don't know. But, you know, the evidence does not seem to suggest it. I'm not going to say that she said it. In fact, I'm going to withdraw my conversation, so to speak, about that. And even though it was really funny. And it was very funny. And all those good things. But, but I'm not one of those people like, like Dan Rather. when, when he, you know, he should have known that it was a fake. Then he still goes on the attack on Bush. And this is what he would have done. Or, no, I don't do that. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I will say I don't like Sandra Fluke. But you know what? If she didn't say it, she didn't say it. But anyway, good for today. We have no evidence to say it. To, and I don't, I don't know I'm not saying that she probably did say it or anything else. I'm wiping it clean, okay? The atheist, uh, she says, you know, look, I'm going to uh, – anything applies. Anything could happen. I mean, it's, it's – uh, the burden of proof is has not been established um, for some reason. She doesn't accept the facts on the ground. That's the important thing. And you need to accept the facts on the ground. You can't just say, well, I don't like the facts on the ground – and where the facts seem to point at this time, you have to move forward with it. Um, and you say, look, good for today, this is what it appears to, to be the explanation of things. And good for today, I have to say, the explanation for our world, our universe, is a, an intelligent designer. There, there seems to be intelligent des- design going on. Now, that, is there room for a, a possibility that yes, uh, this all happened randomly because of something that we're not seeing? Sure. Sure. I, I doubt it, but you and I, Ari, we're, we're uh, you know, very uh, ably-minded folks that accept new facts on the ground all the time. But to say that uh, there must be some other facts on the ground that completely refute what appears to be right in front of us and without having any evidence of it, that is not intellectually rigorous thinking,
1: period. Well, can, I, can I ask you a question better? Yeah. Does she have children? She does. Well, I, I think there's a different question that needs to be asked here, which is this, which is not whether God exists or not. The question has to be, what's a better Construct a better context to raise your kids in a home where God is believed in or a home where nothing is believed in. Well, that was the context that we talked about it about the choice
0: thing before, right? Yes, you know, she her thinking was, you know, that I, Barack, should offer atheism as a possibility. And I said, Well, but you wouldn't like a whole buffet of philosophical
1: choices for the kids. Yeah, I
0: I would say, Well, wait a minute, you wouldn't expect me to offer Mormonism or or um, Pentecostalism, yeah, Uh, and certainly not Satanism. Uh, By the way, not at all to equate Satanism to those wonderful faiths of of Christianity, which I would embrace wholeheartedly. Um, I would gladly, if if, if Judaism weren't already my faith and I didn't know anything about Judaism, I would gladly embrace Christianity. I think Christianity offers so much good to the world. But her logic didn't make any sense to me. If you're you're saying you have to offer all these different things, well, why stop at atheism? Why is atheism... uh, you know, the, the corollary to Judaism. Yeah,
1: why not radical Islam? Why not yeah. fundamentalist Islam?
0: Right. So, you know...
1: Just another thing. She right? literally said, well, that's preposterous. Well, why?
0: Why is an atheist? Atheism is preposterous to me. It's preposterous because the facts on the ground seem to make no sense at all. I, I would gladly, if, ever, if I had to force... So, so, someone forced me to, to give my kids choices. Atheism wouldn't be in the picture. I would rather they choose among... Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, because <clears throat> you could argue, you know, these are all faith-based things, but we just don't know, at that point, we're kind of wondering which is the true faith sort Yeah, of which
1: speak. is the, we, we were wondering which is the way God likes to be talked to. Right, exactly. Word. It's a different yeah. language. But I love, what, I love the words you just said. It's really funny. Yeah. If I was forced to give my kids a choice. Right, right. That, there's
0: <laughs> an ironic contradiction that's right, there. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, but people, that's how
1: liberals do it they force that's, you that's to what, have choice force, yeah,
0: that's right. you will encourage it because yeah. what, they, what they want you to do is to, to dilute your own faith and they do so by saying you really should and underline the word should uh, introduce the wonders of atheism to them but that's the, I don't want to digress too much on that uh, we were talking about accept, accepting the facts on the ground so I say and I believe very firmly that the facts on the ground compel not just suggest, but they compelled the conclusion that an intelligent designer designed everything that we see around us. I could be wrong. The facts may come completely differently, and we'll all say, well, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess the universe truly is random because, uh, you know, here's something that came out of left field that we never expected. And now it's the, it's the, what is it, the universal theory of everything, as they, everyone is in, in quest for I doubt ever find such a thing, but nevertheless, other than God, of course. Uh, but it's not as if we'll find an E equals MC squared that in, in turn explains everything in the universe in every sin- single sense. Look, and I'll make another point about this. The Big Bang. Okay? Good for today. The facts all point to a beginning of the universe called the Big Bang. Good for today. You, you, you are a, you're probably a fool if you don't. Accept the big bang, probably a fool, but there are many people who don't accept them. Um, nobody, we don't call them deniers, like global warming enthusiasts call us, right? Or oh, that guy on Cosmos. Yeah, <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't accept the big bang, then you're probably not seeing reality on the ground, as it were, or in space. But we all leave room for the possibility that something else might explain what the universe. has to uh, has in order to explain what happened in the universe. It, it could be something else. It could be. Um, according to some liberal friends of mine, some folks in MIT are working very feverishly to prove that the Big Bang is not reality, that it's something else that explains it. In fact, that we have a static universe, uh, we don't really realize that it's static. I don't know how they're gonna establish that, but that's another story. The facts on the ground suggest very strongly the universe started off with a big bang okay what happened before it's all a mystery i don't know are there multiple universes i don't know it's a big mystery as a this universe good for today this universe started off with a big bang and good for today there's only one universe but an atheist to simply disavow the facts on the ground which compel and i mean it compel that this was all designed with the numbers, you th- you th- I'm actually using science. I'm giving them the numbers, and and that they turn a blind eye to the numbers. So it's embarrassing for them. I feel embarrassed for them. And I tell them, look, I was an atheist once. I I I, I know all of your arguments, as well as you. And in fact, I'll even suggest some for you, and then I'll shoot them down. But I'll suggest more for you. And uh, You know, but atheism requires you to ultimately come to the conclusion that science will find an answer. It's not a good enough explanation, especially when science suggests something completely differently. Completely different. Well, folks, it's always a pleasure talking about this. You know how passionate we are about the topic of God and atheism and all of our social ills and and the cultural issues of the day. But. We we have to banter them. We have to figure this out. We enjoy figuring it out. What can be more important? This is Barack Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.